This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM. A dance party up in here. The voice of having yeah. a we're having a silent. No, it's not a silent dance party, but we're having a fun time here on Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM. As you can see, Stanley is not here. His presence is missed by me, but he'll probably be here next week if he's not drunk. I know Jackie is like yes. I'm loving every moment of this. Um, But we're having an all-female, all-empowering show today. And um, we just wrapped up a great segment talking about gun violence prevention. And now it's time for the news roundup. This is the time where we share some of the stories that really resonated and moved us throughout the week. And, of course, if you want to let your voice be heard, the number is 212-650-6903. So... There were a few things that touched me throughout the week. I'm trying to think, was it the more of the fact that manspreading is now an official word in the Oxford Dictionary? Or it remember, is? Yeah, yeah. We had this big debate. <laughs> it was Jackie and Stanley guys. and we I. We did it. I like that, Stanley. I won. I, I like to say credit for the fact that, you know, manspreading is now an official word. I, oh my God, I did not know that. That yeah. just made my day. So that means, guys, if you manspread, not only can you, I think you can get a fine in New York City city if you do it on the subway but um now you know you're, you're actually it's actually a real thing okay for the the naysayers and the people who are like there's no such thing as man spreading there is and it's basically when men take up more room than they need to simply out of entitlement so you know that man who takes up two seats on the subway because and his like it's not that serious but he just wants to spread his legs all the way apart just so i'm like dude you're manspreading, and you need to stop. So I get into a fight about this with my boyfriend, like, daily, where he's like, well, I see women spreaders all no. the time. I see women. No. I see all, women put bags, put a put bag bags. on the seat. But yeah. I've also seen them move them if yeah, other people I, get on. I don't think, and I think it speaks to a bigger issue of just male privilege, oh, yeah. where it's like, they're just taking up the space that they don't need, and there's so many arguments, oh, they need it. No, they don't. No. I will see dudes just, like, sprawled out like it's their living room yeah. on the A train, and it's really... It's really gross, and I'm glad that the dictionary is defining what I, you know. Now, speaking of what I know is true. Sprawling out of control. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in other big news, that's not about man spreading. <laughs> um, so, one thing that sprawled out of control this week was the stock market. Yeah. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. Um, mo- a lot of people haven't because you know there's obviously this disconnect between middle class people who work you know for a living and then what goes on in the stock market. Right. I mean, we saw for months and months and months the stock market make huge gains, but yet there was not. You know, wages did not lift. Yeah, nobody who wasn't rich was really (laughs) right. I mean, there was no trickling down. Right, exactly. Um, But then what happened last week was um, there's like a major crisis going on with in China about their exports. So if you don't really know, um, and I'll try and break this down because I'm not a finance person and I don't do that kind of law, but. Right now, the American dollar is very, very strong. Um, We've actually, because we've had such a strong recovery, which, you know, of course, Republicans don't want to admit to because they hate the president. But it's true. But it's true. Um, Or at least with respect to our economy as a whole, not necessarily with respect to how you are feeling in your own pocket. So I don't want to discount that. You know, we are still people, middle class people are still struggling, middle and lower class people. But the economy as a whole whole has has gone up. up. Um, and what that means is we've had a stronger dollar, and so 
China has had a hard time sort of exporting stuff because when the dollar is strong, that means certain things cost more um, for other countries to be able to export X, Y, Z. Like I said, I'm not a finance person. And so the Chinese government, which is run by the Communist Party, it's a uni-party system, essentially. They have one party that runs the whole government. They started manipulating the Chinese stock market and playing with certain things and, you know, doing a little, little of this, a little of that, a little sugar, a little spice to try and <laughs> mm. even things out for China. And that caused sort of global turmoil within the global financial markets. And so basically, you know, if you went down to Wall Street early last week, investors had like their hair on fire yeah. and everybody was freaking out and the market was like crashing out from underneath. And, um, but now it seems by the end of the week, things have sort of stabilized a yeah. little bit. But we, you know, between the crisis that's going on in Greece and the Eurozone with Germany and now with China, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize our markets are global and those things affect U.S. markets and, and affect us here. So it's definitely something we really have to pay attention to, even though it may be something that seems kind of a little removed, removed but it's not. or that we're removed from, but it does affect us. So um, I definitely encourage people to read more on that issue, right. educate themselves, even on just the basics so that they can have a better understanding of sort of what's going on in the world when it comes to financial markets and what that might mean for them. No, definitely. We definitely should be paying attention to that. And there's something else I've been paying quite a lot of attention to, and that's Joe Biden 2016 actually you're, suggested it. You're loving it. <laughs> I really, I really am. So, um, the White House uh, recently just came out and admitted that he's still mulling over jumping into the race. He announced earlier this year that he would make his decision by the end of the summer. So we're quickly approaching. And there have been, uh, there's not only is there a lot of talk, but there's a whole campaign that's been raising millions of dollars on behalf of Joe Biden to push him to enter into the race. And if he does, he already has um, this pool of money. So what we've been hearing from the right is people saying like, yeah, Joe, Joe Biden's definitely going to enter into the race because the Democratic Party doesn't trust that Hillary is going to succeed because of all of her scandals. By scandals, they mean mm. her private her email. email account, Benghazi, et cetera, et cetera. Right, married to Bill, <laughs> Monica Lewinsky, whatever they can pull up. So that, that's what they're saying. And then you have like people... On the left, who are just saying, well, we really want to see Joe um, get back into the race. But, I mean, the thing is, he ran for president two times before right. throughout his career, and he failed miserably. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, he's done it before, and how successful could he be? I and could he don't. even beat Hillary? No, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I like Joe Biden a lot. I've liked him. I liked him in 2008. I don't think he... If I was him, no way would I want that, right? He, I mean, he's been in the White House now as vice president for eight years. He is going up against, he would be going up against Hillary, which isn't, you know, a easy opponent. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, I, I just don't think it would be a good career move for him to then, you know, look at what happened to Gore. And I mean, now, he, you know, he's fine. But um, <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't know if I was him, I don't think it would be, if it was like a feasible move and there was like a really weak opponent on the left that he could take on and really, um, you know, champion for the left and for the Democratic Party, then I think go for it. But I don't think it's a smart maneuver. I think Hillary would share a lot of supporters with him. Um, there's a, you know, and also I think that the right would attack him in that way. You know, they're like uh, public enemy number one in their minds is Obama. And so he is from that administration. They're going to go all after him for that. So I, I don't think it's a good move. Not you know, and also there was another thing that he said last week that a lot of people I maybe didn't pick up on is that, you know, he's still – 
getting over the loss of his he son. Had a tr- very you know, he tragic, tragic very family tragic family yeah, event. I mean, he, he's actually had numerous tragic oh, family events throws. over the course of time. Um, but he said one of the things that's coming into consideration is his emotional, you know, how um, it, it's really emotional to run a campaign. I mean, people yes. are attacking Anyone that's you worked from, on a campaign knows. You know, from the left, people are attacking you from the right. You know, people are going after your family, looking to dig up as much dirt on you as possible. Um, you know, it's just really emotionally draining to run a campaign. And when you just have lost your son, you know, it's hard enough as it is for a parent yes. to have to bury a child. Like, to engage in a, a campaign can be just yeah. completely emotionally taxing. So I can see that as a big reason why he actually chooses not to get involved in the race. No, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, so speaking about the race and candidates who are not only in the race, but they're actually going up against each other. That's Senator Ted Cruz from Texas. He's a Republican. And our favorite GOP frontrunner, Donald Trump, um, who's just killing everybody in the polls. Ugh. So they're actually teaming up together for a rally in D.C. in a few weeks to protest President Obama's historic Iran nuclear deal. So I think it's just a maneuver by Ted Cruz and his campaign to try to get some more points and, and you know, just to get some more publicity by having Donald Trump come down and they have this um, this rally together. I think I think it's just like a, I think it's a PR move, um, to tell you the truth. But the thing is, there is a lot of... Um, Discord and a lot of conflict going on around the Iran deal because we know that Congress will have to approve it in mid-September. So, and if they don't, I mean, President Obama has vowed to veto. I think they will. Right. Um, it seems right. like. It seems like, yeah, well. so right now from the last uh, thing that I understood or that I was reading about just yesterday was that um, they need four more votes and there's 14 potential people. Right. So they're pretty sure that out of 14 people, they will be able to get four of those people. It means 10 of those people could not vote in the favor and as long as four of them do. Um, so the odds are in their favor, so to speak, um, on getting that done. Um, plus, as you mentioned, even if they don't do it like – the president is sort of in a position – this is one of those things where it's sort of the opposite, whereas if Congress doesn't do anything, then this is going to end up going through. So if Cong- if Congress doesn't – you know, does what they normally do, which, yeah, which is, is nothing, nothing um, huh. hashtag because Congress, <laughs> yeah. then, you know, the, the deal will go through. And and there's still definitely some contentious points, um, you know, to the deal, and there's still things that people on both sides of the aisle don't like about it, and there's still fights that are going on between um, – between different groups of Jewish people in America, um, mm, you know, the, yeah. and, and that's a very contentious issue uh, between Jews that see this as a way of giving Iran the bomb, essentially, and other Jews that say, you know what, we don't want another war. We want to try diplomacy. Yeah. So you're also seeing like that is very much coming into play yeah. as well. No, it's very true, guys. And um, we're actually going to have to go on another quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about something really fun and re- and juicy. Relationship Ew. goals hashtag. We're going to be talking about cheating, monogamy, morality, infidelity, and what this all means in 2015 in light of the recent Ashley Madison cheating website hack. So I'll have all the information on so um, when we come back from this break. So stay tuned. Again, this is Let Your Voice be heard. Is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't one in game. Say my name, say my name. 